What's up? It's your boy, Will. Uh, I don't know what to talk about. Last time I talked about chemistry, and that could be kind of boring to some, but interesting to a few. Um, but I do know one thing I can talk about that's pretty common amongst Americans and across the world, like 68% of the world, um, is religion. And I've always thought of being a pastor, but it's obviously ridiculously expensive to start up a church. It's obviously hard to build up a reputation of being a pastor or a priest or whatever, but I just decided to do a podcast about it since there really isn't that many. There's a lot of YouTuber preachers, and that's pretty common. But here I'm today, I'm here to talk about religion, and it could be a touchy subject for some. Some people will ignore it. Some people will, you know, decide to completely ignore it and completely ignore the practices that uh, involved with religion, like fasting and, um, meditating, deep breathing, all that stuff. Whew. It's hard to talk about religion sometimes because not a lot of people get interested in it. A lot of people ignore it. Even Christians, a lot of young Christians avoid it because they know it's like a very controversial, touchy subject. And, um, and, um, What's so interesting about it is it pertains to a lot of people. A majority of the religion is Christianity. A very, very few amount of people are atheists. And so I really can't say atheists are bad. They don't even rule a majority of the world. A lot of... But at the same time, Americans or America has able to remain secular and away from state... Uh, church... The separation of church and state is what I'm trying to say. And... I'm kind of against that because I feel like Christianity is a huge part of our society that we ignore. A lot of times when you're watching your TV and you're watching Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or whatever Jimmy you like to watch, there's just an absolute ignorance of religion. Either you make jokes about it, you know, see Jesus gives me free car rides or whatever, crap like that. I don't really like because it's considered blasphemy. But at the same time, I'm a hypocrite hypocrite for saying that because I do joke a lot about religion but um understanding that you're a hypocrite helps I really should read the bible more if I want to be a preacher but you know beginning level you don't know a lot I know that the God created the universe I know that God sent his only son on this cross to save us from our own damn sins because we're too stupid to learn how to do it ourselves I also know that a little bit of Judaic history where there was basically this cycle of Jewish people or Judah, uh, uh, Israel, uh, gosh, I can't think. <laughs> basically, Israel refusing God's existence and then them coming back to them. It's just back and forth. Jesus, the Jews moved all across the Middle East and Africa, I think, like Egypt and stuff, the story of Moses, all that jazz. And the whole word of God has been completely. You know, I feel like it's been forgotten. I don't feel like anybody's ever talked to it for me for like at least three months. I haven't went to a church in a while, so I haven't literally heard the word of God <laughs> being taught to me in a while. So I'm a little rusty, but basically you should accept Jesus as your as your savior because he can save you from not only sin, but pretty much a majority of your problems. Also, it helps fill in a gap of existential crisis, you know, like why do you exist, all that shit. Basically, that helps you with that. It helps explain your little universe you live in. And you can use science as well. You don't have to be either a Christian or a scientist or not scientist. 
nobody really can't be a scientist until they choose the career. But basically, being a Christian means you believe in Christ, you believe that he saved you from your sins, that you're free from sin. Doesn't mean you try to sin more, <laughs> so you feel even more saved, but it's more like sin doesn't anchor you down onto earth anymore. It doesn't just define who you are. You are forgiven by the blood of the Lamb and all that jazz. And basically, Christianity means a lot to few who actually do worship God and worship the um, worship Christ. Also, there's just a lot of... Um, I remember watching this video uh, that PewDiePie uploaded recently about why he hates Twitter and talked a lot about virtue and a lot, talked a lot about what virtue means, how to achieve happiness. It's a really good video. It's called uh, Why I Hate Twitter, and it's been uploaded to YouTube pretty recently. I would really recommend you to check it out. It's very amazing. And basically, there's a lot to do with religion when it includes uh, history. We don't have a good track record of being the best religion, neither does any religion is, because, you know, the Crusades and... The watch, which Salem witch trials, all that crap. This is the negative stuff that we focus on so much that we forget to tend to. We tend to read the big good parts in history, called this, aka, the Second Great uh, Awakening. That's what it's called, I think. Basically, it's this really precious moment in history where Christians came together as a community, not individuals, but community, and decided to change their country. Now. If you consider the whole world, a country is a good chunk of the world, and when you consider the people as well, it's also a big impact to get together as a community and try to make a difference. That's what pretty much anybody would think, you know, a community can do a lot more than one person, although one person can do a lot by themselves, so basically you just add all the potential of each person in that community, and then you have a shoot, you have a ton of opportunity. Especially getting money and all that stuff becomes a little bit easier with the help of many, you know, many hands make many work, which makes sense. But, um, I'm just going to stick with the fact that in this moment in history, Christians in America decided, I think it was even crossing Europe, I'm not sure though, but in America, let's just focus on America. Basically, they fixed mental asylums that, or not just asylums, but mental health hospitals, I guess is what you would call them, that's what they're called, because if you ever watched a horror movie, like, or if you watched the show Supernatural, there's these moments where there's, like, they're in the 1800-year-old, or not 1800-year-old, 1800s uh, asylum for, you know, the insane, or people who just are depressed. I gotta go. Okay, I'm back. I just my brother ran into his room, which is next to mine, and I kind of kind of interrupted the podcast, but I moved to a different room that's slightly bigger and hopefully has better audio quality. I guess if the room does affect the audio quality. Anywho, let's get back to this touchy subject of religion. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, it had something to do with. I really can't remember. I'll just move on to another subject. That's annoying when your brother just ruins everything. This little career of mine really is small and, you know, that's how most things work. They start small and then they get big, hopefully. But only the few get big, like PewDiePie. He started off making Black Ops videos. And isn't it weird for a preacher or a pastor to talk about Black Ops? 
yeah, it's a little weird. But that's how you be original. You mix different ideas together and you get some weird brew. That's how the Hollywood industry works. They mix at least, uh, or at most, two ideas to each other, like a, a gay warrior or something like that. That's about as original as they can get. Except for Disney, they're doing pretty good. They're on a, they have a good track record overall. Although the, some people see the Star Wars movie as not that uh, legendary as the reputation they have to maintain. But uh, every time I see a movie, every time I see a TV show, they very rarely mention anything about religion or faith, or my faith, or... So it's hard to relate to something that's not as important as to you. So, obviously, uh, when you get into politics, you obviously dwell on the topic of religion because it's a huge part of our society. And it's important to note that when you're talking about religion, you must be respectable of other people, people's religions, faiths, or lack of faiths. And... You know, I'm 19 and I even have to understand that because I don't want to offend anybody because that's not my goal. My goal is to educate people about my faith and to spread the word, not force the word. That's where the Catholics failed. They forced the word of God, which made it feel, feel less genuine and more bureaucratic. Of course, you probably hear that. Um, obviously, there's a lot of motion going on in this house and it's very annoying. I wish I could live in a mountain in some kind of monastery in the Himalayas or whatever. That would be dope. But obviously I need this phone, which doesn't completely, you know, push me away from materialism in the mundane world. But uh, talking about the mundane stuff, a lot of Christians and a lot of believers in anything try to stay away from the materialistic world instead of embrace it because we live in it. The fact that you live in a materialistic world means you have to do the best with what you got. It's not all about making a profit. You can't be a greedy asshole when it comes to money. You gotta understand there's a certain amount of money in this world, and then it's distributed very unevenly. And then the money that's left is left to the poor and the middle class, and the rich just benefit. That's why I hate big business. But a lot of even some conservatives don't like big business. Like they don't like Golden Sachs. They don't like. Amazon because they're just evildoers I guess is what you would call them but I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I'm just as evil as them according to the Bible all evil is the same in God's eyes same with good there's nothing better you can do than someone else it's just you do the best you can it all resorts to that one moment where Jesus met a poor person a poor woman I think and she only gave a little bounce to the church or whatever that was being started I don't know what it was. I need to re refresh myself with that story. But then a person, I think, didn't give anything or did give something, but it was a lot. And Jesus compared those two and then said, even though this person put so little into the church, they're still making a difference and it still matters. And that just spoke to me. That really just touched my heart. It means you don't have to do a lot to impress God, even though he doesn't get impressed by anything, I guess. You don't have, there's nothing you do that can really just make God just, I don't know, impressed, or I don't know, to find a better word. There's a lot um, in Christianity that gets criticized, like the Crusades. I consider that the worst thing that's ever happened in history because of religion turning into violence. 
same thing with the Muslim faith, and it does happen in the Jewish faith in ancient history. I just hate when religion is turned into a way to just conquer and destroy and kill. I just, that's why I focus on Jesus' word, not the Old Testament so much, but I make Jesus' word a, Jesus's word a priority rather than just an extra part of the Bible. I enjoy talking about Jesus because he's such a man of God. He is God, essentially. He is the... Uh, I guess, oh gosh, my brain can't function today. Um, he is the part of the Trinity that is the Son, and then there's the Father and Holy Spirit, and that's what makes up the Trinity, if you can understand that. It's really, a lot of the basic stuff in Christianity is not that hard to understand. When I was in uh, the Baptist church, uh, we broke it down into three letters, A, B, C, Accept Christ as your Savior, believe that He exists and that He is saving you from sin, and the C was confess your sins. Now, two people take the confessing part a little differently. One, you confess your sins individually and directly and exactly, like if you are homosexual, I guess that's considered a sin, but if you don't want to change, that's okay because you're still forgiven from that sin, but just state that that's the sin you're saying, uh, stating, even though if you don't agree with it, but um, also, like, if you steal a lot, then that would be your sin. If you lie a lot, then that's your sin. Or just a little bit. Just try to remember what sins you committed and just write them down if you have to. I mean, like, it's not that hard. And, of course, sin is such a pinnacle part of your life because it's all the evil things you have done. Hell, just existing is evil because we've done so much harm to the world and the people around it and the animals and... If, if you were consider environmental damage from humans a sin, then that's kind of what I believe because we have done a lot of horrible things to the world because we're not being good stewards to it. And usually when you think of an environmentalist, you think of a vegan eating, uh, conservative hating. But to be honest, I consider my myself a political hybrid, not anything special. Most people are moderates. They're not either liberal or conservative because both people are – both – politicians, I should say, not people who reside within each party, an asshole. Those people who are very extreme. Extremism is what causes things like the Crusades to happen, or the uh, Salem Witch Trials, or the, uh, what was it, the Spanish trial, I mean, when they started, what's the word? Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. Sorry, I'm 19 years old and I don't know how to talk properly. When I get two, 20 years later, I'll probably be able to talk like a freaking Englishman from UK. That would be awesome. I love that voice. Like a proper English voice. I hope my brothers aren't listening to me because that would be embarrassing. Me talking about religion in my room. Well, it's not my room. It's actually my aunt's room. But um, there's a lot of considerations to... A lot of factors to consider. Jesus. Yeah, and there goes me my blasphemous ass saying Jesus right, uh, I guess, in vain. Yeah, because I did say it technically in vain. So you got to catch yourself. you got to catch yourself when you say God's name in vain, which includes Jesus. But when you talk about neutrally or positively, then it's okay. And I know that sounds a little extreme, but it really isn't. It's just catching yourself doing stupid stuff. And, um, uh, what else? Oh yeah, there's a lot of things to consider when, um, there's a lot of factors to consider in the Christian faith, like, 
you know, confessing your sins and trying to be a better person by, uh, described in PewDiePie's video, Why He Hates Twitter, is about virtue. It's about practicing good habits, habits that make you a better man or woman, or in uh, today's world, anything. Because I actually do respect other people's genders, even though I don't necessarily believe in them. I still respect people's lifestyles, and not lifestyles, I don't agree with their lifestyles, but I do respect them. And I do respect other people's opinions, because that's how you argue correctly. I actually have a deficiency where I argue and I just agree with the person that's arguing. It's not really an argument, it's just more of an agreement. So it's really unhealthy not to voice your opinions, especially to your brothers. That's really embarrassing that you can't even be honest with your brothers, and they're your brothers, you know, they're part of a brotherhood. But, um, I guess, same thing with cis, uh, females. They have a hard time talking about the truth about how they feel. And since this is easy to talk to myself, I can honestly tell you how I feel. I don't feel depressed. Only f I just feel tired, which is technically a symptom of depression, but that's its own separate thing. And this tiredness is more physical than it is spiritual or mental or in the mind. But um, honestly, I feel more manic, more energetic, but just not knowing how to control that energy. And sometimes I feel tired, but then all of a sudden I get a glimpse of energy and it's just like, wow, what the hell? The thoughts I think without, well, in that high amount of energy are usually negative. But it's not relating to depression, it's more just negative thoughts about the world and society, which, yeah, could lead to depression, but not for me. I'm not really easily depressed. I'm very happy, even though I'm trying to speak in a neutral tone. I can be, if you were to meet me and you were to become my friend, you would either regret it or you would either enjoy it, you know, because I talk about science. And then when you get my giddy little happy ass mood, it's pretty funny. You can record me. You have my permission when you're my friend to record me doing anything stupid that I do. Right now I'm in a kind of chill mood. Just talking about religion because it's a priority to my life. I live in the Bible Belt and it's a priority to me. I'm repeating myself again. At least I'm not going on a tangent. But when I'm considering religion, there's a lot of practices. There's a lot of like fasting. I'm actually trying to fast now. I remember my brother fed me two freaking cinnamon rolls. That's not healthy. <laughs> But fasting apparently has a ton of benefits, so I'm going to try that. And there's a lot to consider when talking about the different denominations. Obviously, I don't even consider myself a Mormon. And obviously, I don't associate myself with Mormonism. I do like the um, Amish uh, beliefs because they're, even though they are anti-medicine, which I don't agree with, they're very rigid, structural life. It's almost like Catholicism, and it's actually very admirable from a neutral Christian standpoint because they're kind of, they don't have, people aren't, hopefully aren't addicted to drugs in the Amish life, but I watched this uh, show called Amish something, Amish Mafia, and it's just weird. Shows the negative side of Amish life, obviously, because the negative side is more po uh positively uh what's the word consumer friendly no it's more likable by most people people like to see the negative things in the world and yes there's more evil to good like if there was an evil to good ratio the evil would be much higher than the good and the good would just it i guess it would be good per evil i guess if that makes sense 
when considering ratios if you're into math. Uh, one th important thing dealing with religion is you want to strengthen your uh, good habits and you want to get rid of your evil ones. One of my evil habits is I'm very loud and noxious and up in people's face and that can be kind of just, I don't know if it's evil, it's more just annoying. And I have the problem of distinguishing annoying and anger. So, um, sometimes when I think someone is angry at me, I'm actually they're annoyed with me, which is just as, almost as bad. So I'm trying to think of ways to not be as annoying. And um, one of the most beneficial practices of being a Christian is meditation. Not just deep breathing, but de meditation as in thinking of something and focusing on it while deep breathing. That's one of the you know side of, side parts of meditating. Meditating could also be where you think deeply of things, like philosophically or just practically. Also, I'm going to delete that video I just uploaded recently on Anchor, where it's just me being a complete dumbass. I want to show my more intelligent side when pertaining to religion, because that's the true side I like. That's the side of me that I do like. I don't like the joking will. I like the religious will, not the zealot will. <laughs> there is a zealot will out there. But uh, I like the more neutral. But some people say you got to take a stance on something. But I really don't. I like to view both sides as something. You know, I like to analyze both sides. And both of them can be kind of annoying. I don't even consider myself a libertarian or a. Because one person called me a libertarian for not be associating myself with Democrat or Republican or conservative or liberal. Which I think is wrong. I'd be more independent. Um, and boy, I am tired. If you ever have that tired feeling, there are ways to deal with it. If you feel within your eyes, then do some eye exercises. You can just look those up online, basically, where you look up, down, left, right. And, uh, it's generally the eyes where you feel tired. And being tired prevents you from doing the things you want. And, uh, the reason why my eyes are tired, or anybody's eyes can be tired, is because of too much blue light. Which is not a bad thing, but it's just too much of anything is bad. Getting off on a tangent when I shouldn't supposed to be talking about religion, but your lifestyle and the things you do, the very actions you take are part of religion. If you don't read the Bible as much as you should, then it's not really beneficial to be a Christian because you don't care about it. If you care about something, you will nurture it, you will grow it, you will take care of it. And I like talking. That's my problem, but I can turn that problem into the very solution of, well, a lot of people's lives by talking about things that do matter rather than talking about chicken or video games, which I love video games, but at the same time, they just really don't, you know, help me anyway. They do help you get a little bit, you know, faster when you're considering, uh, crap, what was it called? Um. Uh, Motor, motor something, it was uh, motor skills, yeah, those help you with that, but um, other than that, they're really just useless, and I admit that as a player and a gamer, I just find them useless because they're kind of just non-beneficial, you know, but some, some video games are actually worth it, like the story-based video games, which are all about story, morality themed, I love those, like there's Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead, Tales of the Borderlands, all those Telltale games are great. 
they're really strong in morality and they teach you about the decision making and how it impacts because you could think you're making the right choice based on your beliefs but then you could just be proven wrong based on the uh, ramifications of that choice and other choices combined with each other to create a combo ramification if that's a word and um, you know pertaining to ramifications and choices I believe in predestination and but it's not as com it's not as simple as just everything is that God has said to be happening or God already knows what's gonna happen. It's more complicated than that. It's more like no matter what decision we make, it was ordained by God a long time ago in the past. Because God is both in the past, present, and future. Meaning well, past and future are a little bit more complicated than that. You could view as the past if he was in the past to be present, or he could be in multiple presents. Like, let's say he's in the Roman age in the 800 AD or 400 AD. I don't know anything about history. Please help me. And um, let's say he could be a pr in a present in the future, like when we have the apocalypse happening, and then right now, which we're in, our present. That's one way to think of time travel and past, present, and future, is that there could be all the presents, not presents, but all the moments in history, every second, every millisecond, has its own present, where like, okay, I'm getting off a tangent, but I'm t I love time travel, it's already a thing being thought of, and other things, but a lot of people, a lot of Christians, I feel like make the mistake of avoiding, well, nobody really avoids the materialistic world, the very American Christians we have today believe in Christmas, and it's all about making money for companies, and that kind of irritates me. So you really can't say Christians are at fault for staying away from the materialistic world. But you should have a different view about the moon day and materialistic world. It should be more like positive and not negative. There are some good things that could come from the materialistic world. Like fundraising money for you know, a church or to help that in that church in the future will then help poor people in the streets. And my brother was talking to me about what life's like in San Francisco. And it's horrible horrible it is just god awful and they i used to think san francisco and hollywood and all that crap was just its own beautiful city now my whole perception of it is messed up because i live in a crappy i live on the eastern seaboard so my life is a little different from theirs but i don't have people defecating on the streets so there's an a plus for that and you know, when looking at the materialistic world in a religious perspective, you'd immediately see evil in it. The company greed and the company hatred. Not hatred, that's a weird word to use for that, but it's disdain, I don't know, for poor people because they really don't care. A lot of times a company wants to make more money by increasing the price, therefore decreasing the availability to everybody. Price and availability are, you know, together, married happily. That's weird. And um, also, a big part of your lifestyle probably pertains to your friends and your you know, family. If your family and friends are bad, evil doers who are smoking crack and doing all these weird things that you don't enjoy or you don't like, but you still consider them your friends and family, just know that blood and friends does not... Well, obviously, for friends, it doesn't. Family doesn't end at blood. Friends could be considered family based on how well your relationships are with them. And 
I usually separate psychology and religion because they're two different entities, almost diametrically opposed. You know, it's a funny word I learned from Borderlands the pre-sequel. Yeah, I'm a gamer. Hashtag gamer. Um, I know I'm kind of sounding boring, but if you really are trying to find a better life, try other things that you have not tried before that are said to be beneficial in a Christian sense, like working on stop cussing and saying the words, the Lord's name in vain, all that good stuff. Also, just know that you're not alone. There are people who are generally interested in the Christian faith and who are trying to improve their Christian life. And that goes for any religion, you know. I'm not supporting the Muslim faith, but I do respect it because it is its own entity, and it is agreed upon by many to be their reality and their truths. I respect that it started from nothing to something, just like Christianity. And to get to the end of this podcast, it's basically me talking about religion and the benefits of it, you know, through practicing good virtue. It's a good way to create your virtue and just to note one thing from the video that PewDiePie made, he was talking about how people on Twitter talk about good virtue, but they don't act on it. It's more about the action, not the words. Words can be valuable when creating a speech to convey something very important, but they are not very important on Twitter when you're saying, you know, gay rights, trans rights, or human rights. And I do believe in that, but at the same time, it doesn't mean anything if you don't do anything. So this is me signing off, Will. What's up? It's your boy, Will. Uh, I don't know what to talk about. Last time I talked about chemistry, and that could be kind of boring to some, but interesting to a few. Um, but I do know one thing I can talk about that's pretty common amongst Americans and across the world, like 68% of the world, um, is religion. And I've always thought of being a pastor, but it's obviously ridiculously expensive to start up a church. It's obviously... Hard to build up a reputation of being a pastor or a priest or whatever, but I just decided to do a podcast about it since there really isn't that many. There's a lot of YouTuber preachers, and that's pretty common. But here I'm to today, I'm here to talk about religion, and it could be a touchy subject for some. Some people will ignore it, some people will, you know, decide to completely ignore it and completely ignore the practices that. Uh, involved with religion like fasting and um, meditating, deep breathing, all that stuff. Whew. It's hard to talk about religion sometimes because not a lot of people get interested in it. A lot of people ignore it. Even Christians, a lot of young Christians avoid it because they know it's like a very controversial, touchy subject. And, um, and, um, What's so interesting about it is it pertains to a lot of people. A majority of the religion is Christianity. A very, very few amount of people are atheists. And so I really can't say atheists are bad. They don't even rule a majority of the world. A lot of... But at the same time, Americans, or America, has able to remain secular and away from state... Uh, church... The separation of church and state is what I'm trying to say. And... I'm kind of against that because I feel like Christianity is a huge part of our society that we ignore. A lot of times when you're watching your TV and you're watching Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or whatever Jimmy you would like to watch, there's just an absolute ignorance of religion. Either you make jokes about it, you know, see Jesus gives me free car rides or whatever. 
crap like that, I don't really like because it's considered blasphemy. But at the same time, I'm a hypocrite for saying that because I do joke a lot about religion. But, um, understanding that you're a hypocrite helps. I really should read the Bible more if I want to be a preacher, but, you know, beginning level, you don't know a lot. I know that the God created the universe. I know that God sent his only son on this cross to save us from our own damn sins because we're too stupid to learn how to do it ourselves. I also know that a little bit of Judaic history where there was basically this cycle of Jewish people or Judea, uh, uh, Israel, uh, gosh, I can't think. <laughs> basically Israel refusing God's existence and then them coming back to them. It's just a back and forth. Jesus, the Jews moved all across the Middle East and Africa, I think. Like Egypt and stuff, the story of Moses, all that jazz. And the whole word of God has been completely, you know, I feel like it's been forgotten. I don't feel like anybody's ever talked to it for me for like at least three months. I haven't went to a church in a while, so I haven't literally heard the word of God <laughs> being taught to me in a while, so I'm a little rusty. But basically, you should accept Jesus as your, as your Savior because he can save you from not only sin, but pretty much a majority of your problems. Also, it helps fill in a gap of existential crisis, you know, like, why do you exist, all that shit. Basically, that helps you with that. It helps explain your little universe you live in, and you can use science as well. You don't have to be either Christian or a scientist, or not scientist. Nobody really can't be a scientist until they choose the career. But basically, being a Christian means you believe in Christ, you believe that he saved you from your sins, that you're free from sin. Doesn't mean you try to sin more. <laughs> So you feel even more saved, but it's more like sin doesn't anchor you down onto earth anymore. It doesn't just define who you are. You are forgiven by the blood of the lamb and all that jazz. And basically, Christianity means a lot to few who actually do worship God and worship the um, worship Christ. Also, there's just a lot of... Um, I remember watching this video uh, that PewDiePie uploaded recently about why he hates Twitter and talked a lot about virtue and a lot, talked a lot about what virtue means, how to achieve happiness. It's a really good video. It's called uh, Why I Hate Twitter, and it's been uploaded to YouTube pretty recently. I would really recommend you to check it out. It's very amazing. And basically, there's a lot to do with religion when it includes uh, history we don't have a good track record of being the best religion, neither does any religion is, because, you know, the Crusades and the watch, which Salem Witch Trials, all that crap just is the negative stuff that we focus on so much that we forget to tend to, we tend to read the big good parts in history, called this, aka, the Second Great uh, Awakening, that's what it's called, I think. Basically, it's this really precious moment in history where Christians came together as a community, not individuals, but community, and decided to change their country. Now, if you consider the whole world, a country is a good chunk of the world, and when you consider the people as well, it's also a big impact to get together as a community and try to make a difference. That's what pretty much anybody would think, you know, a community can do a lot more than one person, although one person can do a lot by themselves, so basically you just add all the potential of each person in that community, and then you have a shoot, you have a ton of opportunity. 
especially getting money and all that stuff becomes a little bit easier with the help of many, you know, many hands make many work, which makes sense. But um, I'm just going to stick with the fact that in this moment in history, Christians in America decided, I think it was even across Europe, I'm not sure though, but in America, let's just focus on America, basically they fixed mental asylums that, or not just asylums, but mental health hospitals, I guess is what you would call them, that's what they're called, because if you ever watched a horror movie, like, or if you watched the show Supernatural, there's these moments where there's like, they're in the 1800 year old, or not 1800 year old, 1800s uh, asylum for, you know, the insane, or people who just are depressed. I gotta go. Okay, I'm back. I just, my brother ran into his room, which is next to mine, and I kind of, kind of interrupted the podcast, but I moved to a different room that's slightly bigger and hopefully has better audio quality. I guess if the room does affect the audio quality. Anywho, let's get back to this touchy subject of religion. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, it had something to do with, I really can't remember. I'll just move on to another subject. That's annoying when your brother just ruins everything. This little career of mine really is small and, you know, that's how most things work. They start small and then they get big, hopefully. But only the few get big. Like PewDiePie, he started off making Black Ops videos. And isn't it weird for a preacher or a pastor to talk about Black Ops? Yeah, it's a little weird. But that's how you be original. You mix different ideas together and you get some weird brew. That's how the Hollywood industry works. They mix at least, uh, or at most, two ideas to each other. Like a, a gay warrior or something like that. That's about as original as they can get. Except for Disney. They're doing pretty good. They're on a, they have a good track record overall. Although the, some people see the Star Wars movie as not that uh, legendary as the reputation they have to maintain but uh every time i see a movie every time i see a tv show they very rarely mention anything about religion or faith or my faith or so it's hard to relate to something that's not as important as to you so obviously uh when you get into politics you obviously dwell on the topic of religion because it's a huge part of our society and it's important to note that when you're talking about religion, you must be respectable of other people, people's religions, faiths, or lack of faiths. And, you know, I'm 19, and I even have to understand that because I don't want to offend anybody because that's not my goal. My goal is to educate people about my faith and to spread the word, not force the word. That's where the Catholics failed. They forced the word of God, which made it feel less genuine and more bureaucratic. Of course, you probably hear that. Um, obviously, there's a lot of motion going on in this house, and it's very annoying. I wish I could live in a mountain in some kind of monastery in the Himalayas or whatever. That would be dope. But obviously, I need this phone, which doesn't completely you know, push me away from materialism in the mundane world. But uh, talking about the mundane stuff, a lot of Christians and a lot of believers in anything try to stay away from the materialistic world instead of embrace it because we live in it. The fact that you live in a materialistic world means you have to do the best with what you got. 
It's not all about making a profit. You can't be a greedy asshole when it comes to money. You gotta understand there's a certain amount of money in this world, and then it's distributed very unevenly, and then the money that's left is left to the poor and the middle class and the rich just benefit. That's why I hate big business, but a lot of even some conservatives don't like big business. Like, they don't like Golden Sachs. They don't like Amazon because they're just evildoers, I guess is what you would call them. But I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I'm just as evil as them, according to the Bible. All evil is the same in God's eyes. Same with good. There's nothing better you can do than someone else. It's just you do the best you can. It all resorts to that one moment where Jesus met a poor person, a poor woman, I think. And she only gave a little bout to the church or whatever that was being started. I don't know what it was. I had need to re refresh myself with that story. But then a person, I think, didn't give anything or did give something, but it was a lot. And Jesus compared those two and then said, even though this person put so little into the church, they're still making a difference and it still matters. And that just spoke to me. That really just touched my heart. It means you don't have to do a lot to impress God, even though he doesn't get impressed by anything, I guess. you don't. Have, there's nothing you do that can really just make God just, I don't know, impressed, or I don't know, to find a better word. There's a lot um, in Christianity that gets criticized, like the Crusades. I consider that the worst thing that's ever happened in history because of religion turning into violence. Same thing with the Muslim faith, and it does happen in the Jewish faith in ancient history. I just hate when religion has turned into a way to just conquer and destroy and kill. I just, that's why I focus on Jesus' word, not the Old Testament so much, but I make Jesus' word a, Jesus' word a priority rather than just an extra part of the Bible. I enjoy talking about Jesus because he's such a man of God. He is God, essentially. He is the, uh, I guess, oh gosh, my brain can't function today. Um, he is the part of the Trinity that is the Son, and then there's the Father and Holy Spirit, and that's what makes up the Trinity, if you can understand that. It's really, a lot of the basic stuff in Christianity is not that hard to understand. When I was in uh, the Baptist church, uh, we broke it down into three letters abc except christ is your savior believe that he exists and that he is saving you from sin and the c was confess your sins now two people take the confessing part a little differently one you confess your sins individually and directly and exactly like if you are homosexual i guess that's considered a sin but if you don't want to change that's okay because you're still forgiven from that sin but just state that that's the sin you're saying uh, stating even though if you don't agree with it. But um, also, like, if you steal a lot, then that would be your sin. If you lie a lot, then that's your sin. Or just a little bit. Just try to remember what sins you committed and just write them down if you have to. I mean, like, it's not that hard. And, of course, sin is such a pinnacle part of your life because it's all the evil things you have done. Hell, just existing is evil because we've done so much harm to the world and the people around it and the animals. And if if you were consider environmental damage from humans a sin, then that's kind of what I believe because we have done a lot of horrible things to the world because we're not being good stewards to it. And usually, when you think of an environmentalist, you think of a vegan eating, 
uh, conservative hating, but to be honest, I consider my myself a political hybrid, not anything special. Most people are moderates; they're not either liberal or conservative because both people are both politicians, let's just say, not people who reside within each party. An asshole. Those people who are very extreme. Extremism is what causes things like the Crusades to happen, or the uh, Salem Witch Trials, or the, uh, what was it, the Spanish Trial, I mean, when they started, what's the word, Spanish Inquisition, Inquisition, sorry, I'm 19 years old and I don't know how to talk properly, when I get to, 20 years later, I'll probably be able to talk like a freaking Englishman from UK, that'd be awesome, I love that voice, like a proper English voice. I hope my brothers aren't listening to me because that would be embarrassing. Me talking about religion in my room. Well, it's not my room. It's actually my aunt's room. But, um, there's a lot of considerations to, a lot of factors to consider. Jesus. Yeah, and there goes me by blasphemous ass saying Jesus right, uh, I guess, in vain. Yeah, because I did say it technically in vain. So you gotta catch yourself. You gotta catch yourself when you say God's name in vain, which includes Jesus. But when you talk about neutrally or positively, then it's okay. And I know that sounds a little extreme, but it really isn't. It's just catching yourself doing stupid stuff. And, um, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of things to consider when, um, there's a lot of factors to consider in the Christian faith, like, you know, confessing your sins and trying to be a better person by, uh, described in, PewDiePie's video, Why He Hates Twitter, is about virtue. It's about practicing good habits, habits that make you a better man or woman, or in uh, today's world, anything. Because I actually do respect other people's genders, even though I don't necessarily believe in them. I still respect people's lifestyles, and not lifestyles, I don't agree with their lifestyles, but I do respect them. And I do respect other people's opinions because that's how you argue correctly i actually have a deficiency where i argue and i just agree with the person that's arguing it's not really an argument it's just more of an agreement so it's really unhealthy not to voice your opinions especially to your brothers that's really embarrassing that you can't even be honest with your brothers and they're your brothers you know they're part of a brotherhood but um I guess, same thing with cis, uh, females, they have a hard time talking about the truth about how they feel, and since this is easy to talk to myself, I can honestly tell you how I feel, I don't feel depressed, Only f I just feel tired, which is technically a symptom of depression, but that's its own separate thing, and this tiredness is more physical than it is spiritual or mental, or in the mind, but um, honestly, I feel more manic more energetic but just not knowing how to control that energy and sometimes I feel tired but then all of a sudden I get a glimpse of energy and it's just like wow what the hell the thoughts I think without well in that high amount of energy are usually negative but it's not relating to depression it's more just negative thoughts about the world and society which yeah could lead depression but not for me I'm not really easily depressed I'm very happy even though I'm trying to speak in a neutral tone, I can be. Pr if you were to meet me and you were to become my friend, you would either regret it or you would either enjoy it. You know, because I talk about science, and then when you get my giddy little happy ass mood, it's pretty funny. You can record me 
you have my permission when you're my friend to record me doing anything stupid that I do. Right now I'm in a kind of chill mood, just talking about religion because it's a priority to my life. I live in the Bible Belt, and it's a priority to me. I'm repeating myself again. At least I'm not going on a tangent, but when I'm considering religion, there's a lot of practices. There's a lot of, like, fasting. I'm actually trying to fast now. I remember my brother fed me two freaking cinnamon rolls. That's not healthy. <laughs> but fasting apparently has a ton of benefits, so I'm going to try that. And there's a lot to consider when talking about the different denominations. Obviously, I don't even consider myself a Mormon. And obviously, I don't associate myself with Mormonism. I do like the... Um, Amish uh, beliefs because they're even though they are anti-medicine which I don't agree with they're very rigid structural life it's almost like Catholicism and it's actually very admirable from a neutral Christian standpoint because they're kind of they don't have people aren't hopefully aren't addicted to drugs in the Amish life but I watch this uh, show called Amish something Amish Mafia and it's just weird Shows the negative side of Amish life, obviously, because the negative side is more po uh, positively, uh, what's the word, consumer-friendly? No, it's more likable by most people. People like to see the negative things in the world. And yes, there's more evil to good. Like if there was an evil to good ratio, the evil would be much higher than the good, and the good would just, it, I guess it would be good per evil, I guess, if that makes sense. When considering ratios, if you're into math. Uh, one th important thing dealing with religion is you want to strengthen your uh, good habits and you want to get rid of your evil ones. One of my evil habits is I'm very loud and noxious and up in people's face. And that can be kind of just, I don't know if it's evil, it's more just annoying. And I have the problem of distinguishing annoying and anger. So, um, sometimes when I think someone is angry at me, I'm actually, they're annoyed with me, which is just as, almost as bad. So I'm trying to think of ways to not be as annoying. And, um, one of the most beneficial practices of being a Christian is meditation. Not just deep breathing, but de meditation as in thinking of something and focusing on it while deep breathing that's one of the you know side of side parts of meditating. Meditating could also be where you think deeply of things, like philosophically or just practically. Also, I'm gonna delete that video I just uploaded recently on Anchor, where it's just me being a complete dumbass. I want to show my more intelligent side when pertaining to religion because that's the true side I like. That's the side of me that I do like. I don't like the joking will. I like the religious will not the zealot will there is a zealot will out there but uh i like the more neutral but some people say you gotta take a stance on something but i really don't i like to view both sides as something you know i like to analyze both sides and both of them can be kind of annoying i don't even consider myself a libertarian or a because one person called me a libertarian for not be associating myself with democrat or republican or conservative or liberal which I think is wrong. I'd be more independent. Um, and boy, I am tired. If you ever have that tired feeling, there are ways to deal with it. If you feel within your eyes, then do some eye exercises. You can just look those up online, basically, where you look up, down, left, right. 
And uh, it's generally the eyes where you feel tired. And being tired prevents you from doing the things you want. And uh, the reason why my eyes are tired or anybody's eyes can be tired is because of too much blue light. Which is not a bad thing, but it's just too much of anything is bad. Getting off on a tangent when I shouldn't supposed to be talking about religion. But your lifestyle and the things you do, the very actions you take are part of religion. If you don't read the Bible as much as you should, then it's not really beneficial to be a Christian because you don't care about it. If you care about something, you will nurture it, you will grow it, you will take care of it. And I like talking. That's my problem. But I can turn that problem into the very solution of, well, a lot of people's lives by talking about things that do matter rather than talking about chicken or video games, which I love video games, but... At the same time, they just really don't, you know, help me anyway. They do help you get a little bit, you know, faster when you're considering, uh, crap, what was it called? Uh, motor, motor something. It was, uh, motor skills, yeah. Those help you with that, but, um, other than that, they're really just useless. And I admit that as a player and a gamer, I just find them useless because they're kind of just non-beneficial, you know, but some, some video games are actually worth it, like the story-based video games, which are all about story, morality themed, I love those, like, there's Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead, Tales of the Borderlands, all those Telltale games are great, they're really strong in morality, and they teach you about the decision-making, and how it impacts, because you could think you're making the right choice based on your beliefs, but then you could just be proven wrong based on the uh, ramifications of that choice and other choices combined with each other to create a combo ramification, if that's a word. And, um, you know, pertaining to ramifications and choices, I believe in predestination. And, but it's not as com it's not as simple as just everything is that God has said to be happening or God already knows what's going to happen. It's more complicated than that. It's more like, no matter what decision we make, it was ordained by God a long time ago in the past. Because God is both in the past, present, and future. Meaning, well, past and future are a little bit more complicated than that. You could view as the past, if he was in the past, to be present, or he could be in multiple presents. Like, let's say he's in the Roman age in the 800 AD or 400 AD. I don't know anything about history. Please help me. And um, they'll say he could be a pre in a present in the future, like when we have the apocalypse happening, and then right now, which we're in our present. That's one way to think of time travel and past, present, and future, is that there could be all the presents, not presents, but all the moments in history, every second, every millisecond, has its own present, where like, okay, I'm getting off tangent, but I'm t I love time travel. It's already a thing being thought of and other other things. But a lot of people a lot of Christians I feel like make the mistake of avoiding well nobody really avoids the materialistic world. The very American Christians we have today believe in Christmas and it's all about making money for companies. And that kinda irritates me. So you really can't say Christians are at fault for staying away from the materialistic world but you should have a different view about the mundane materialistic world. It should be more like positive and not negative. 
there are some good things that could come from the materialistic world, like fundraising money for, you know, a church or to help then that church in the future will then help poor people in the streets. And my brother was talking to me about what life's like in San Francisco, and it's horrible. It is just god-awful. And they, I used to think San Francisco and Hollywood and all that crap was just its own beautiful city. Now my whole perception of it is messed up because I live in a crappy... I live on the eastern seaboard, so my life is a little different from theirs, but I don't have people defecating on the streets, so there's an A-plus for that. And, you know, when looking at the materialistic world in a religious perspective, you'd immediately see evil in it. The company greed and the company hatred... Not hatred, that's a weird word to use for that, but it's disdain, I don't know, for poor people because they really don't care. A lot of times, a company wants to make more money by increasing the price, but therefore decreasing the availability to everybody. Price and availability are, you know, together, married happily. That's weird. And um, also, a big part of your lifestyle probably pertains to your friends and your you know, family. If your family and friends are bad, evil doers who are smoking crack and doing all these weird things that you don't enjoy or you don't like, but you still consider them your friends and family, just know that blood and friends does not, well, obviously for friends it doesn't, family doesn't end at blood. Friends could be considered family based on how well your relationships are with them. And I usually separate psychology and religion because they're two different entities, almost diametrically opposed you know it's a funny word i learned from borderlands the pre-sequel yeah i'm a gamer hashtag gamer um i know i'm kind of sounding boring but if you really are trying to find a better life try other things that you have not tried before that are said to be beneficial in a christian sense like working on stop cussing and saying the words the lord's name in vain all that good stuff also just know that you're not alone there are people who are generally interested in the Christian faith and who are trying to improve their Christian life. And it, that goes for any religion, you know. I'm not supporting the Muslim faith, but I do respect it because it is its own entity and it is agreed upon by many to be their reality and their truths. I respect that it started from nothing to something just like Christianity. And to get to the end of this podcast it's basically me talking about religion and the benefits of it you know through practicing good virtue it's a good way to create your virtue and just to note one thing from the video that PewDiePie made he was talking about how people on Twitter talk about good virtue but they don't act on it it's more about the action not the words words can be valuable when creating a speech to convey something very important but they are not very important on Twitter when you're saying you know, gay rights, trans rights, or human rights, and I do believe in that, but at the same time, it doesn't mean anything if you don't do anything, so this is me signing off, Will.